man, this is I, Julius Rock, Dolo by myself. Um, I put a podcast out earlier um, about Clemson football, uh, uh, volume issues. So I just came back by myself, Dolo, to speak my mind about Clemson football. Um, I've been a Clemson fan since 1998. Um, I, w- I became a Clemson fan when I was in seventh grade. I had to pick a side, man. It's either South Carolina and South Carolina, I think it was 0 and 11 or 12 at the time. That was when Lou Holtz. Uh, I don't know if Lou Holtz took over first and then changed it around. He was a coach. And then Tommy Bond, I think Tommy Bond won uh, six games. And I just became automatically game a Clemson fan because Clemson's always been. Um, I've been a Clemson fan since the Woody Danzler days when, you know, they, they went to the, I think the orange bowl and lost to Michael Vick. Um, I was a Clemson fan when we were struggling with Georgia tech, um, Chan Gailey, I think, uh, no, no, I, I forgot the guy. That's not Chan Gailey. Um, just, just struggle with Georgia tech. Uh, I was a Clemson fan. We finally got over the hump and beat Florida state, um, in Clemson, the Bowden bowl, um, I was a Clemson fan when, you know, we were struggling with Maryland. I've been a Clemson fan when Tommy Bowden had James Davis and CJ Spillum had Thunder and Lightning. I had a, I, I've, I've been there for quarterbacks such as Charlie Whitehurst, Wooder Danzler, um, Willie Simmons. Shouts out to Willie Simmons at FAMU. Uh, Colin Harper, Kyle Parker, um, uh, Todd Boy. Shout Black Excellence, Todd Boy. One of my favorite quarterbacks from Clemson history, man. Um, as you know, uh, the, the dark days of Colt Stout, uh, nasty boy Deshaun Watson. I've been there with Kelly Brandt. I've been on the good days highest. I was there in 2010 um, after we won with 11 games, got by ass beat in the goddamn BCS game um, and by 70 points. Uh, we won, won 10 games. No, we, my fault, year before. We won six games, uh, barely beat Kentucky, or probably lost to Kentucky. When I then got Chad Morris, I've seen the Howard Brent Venables. I've seen the highs and lows of Clemson program, the Willie Corn fiasco. I've seen everything with Clemson football since I've been in middle school. And this is the most pathetic I've ever seen from Clemson football. I am not a bandwagon fan. I've never been a bandwagon fan. I've been a loyal Clemson Tiger supporter. I have been a person that has defended the bullshit of Dabo Sweeney, his ignorant ass comments, his stupid ass hires. I've been I've been in the trenches with Dabo. I call him Big Game Dabo for a little bit because Dabo Sweeney just was coaching his ass off. He was punching above his weight. But you know, if you don't know, Clemson lost to Duke twenty eight to seven. I've never seen I'm, – I'm, and I'm just going – I just feel like Clemson was unprepared. I, I feel like Clemson just doesn't feel the same. Now, I'm going to I'm gonna just give you just my opinion because it's just my opinion. Um, I feel like when I look at Clemson football, I don't see the edgy brand of football. Clemson won their first national championship not with many five stars, not with many four stars, may, maybe – a couple four stars, mainly three stars. Just that the foundation was built off edgy players that that just played hard, and not all of this country club bullshit that's going on in Clemson. Not all the politics and the uh, the gaslighting that Dabble has done in Clemson. 
Um, the national narrative for black people has soured on Clemson after the Kelly Bryant shit. So about 2017, 2018, when Dabble made his comments about uh, Kaepernick, um, when Dabble made his comments about uh, NIL, uh, when Dabble made his comments, and it wasn't NIL about players being played, when Dabble made his comments about the transfer portal, when that, but it really started with the Kelly Bryant situation because um, he just named Trevor the, the, the quarterback. You should have let Kelly Bryant just play it out. You know, apart from reflection. Now, Trevor went on to win a natty, and, you know, you know, in, in hindsight, he made the right call, but the way you handled the Kelly Bryant situation, how fans treated Kelly Bryant when it didn't work out, that left a sour taste in people's mouth. And, you know, when you do that, you got to keep winning. got to keep – it's got to be like, okay, you know, you got to goddamn keep producing. And I think, to me, Clemson started – to really kind of it really hit me in 2020 when we had troubles move running the ball we had travis Etienne back as a senior and we just had a lot of troubles moving the ball i mean running the ball now we now we were very efficient throwing the ball we just couldn't run the ball you know what i mean um when we played lsu in 2019 defensively and, and, and honestly we could have probably won that game um but defensively it just from the secondary aspect we just looked like we shouldn't have been on the field. And, you know, some of that is Venables. You know, I've been a big proponent of, hey, man, we got to go in another direction besides Brett Venables. But right now, it just seems to me like the biggest issue I see with Clemson is not talent. It's, some of it is talent. It is a lack of edgy players. If you're a Clemson fan, name me a person on defense that reminds you of Shaq Lawson. Name me a person on I, I know we're getting a white boy, white boy this Clemson, which is valid, but name me a player on Clemson's defense that reminds you of Benjamin Bowyer. Benjamin Bow was a nasty motherfucker. He was a, just a sicko. You know what I mean? Um I I I don't see anybody talking shit to people or rolling shit up like Christian Wilkins. I just don't see that edgy. And maybe Venables um kind of added to that. Um, but you know. It, it it just felt like Duke showed up to punch Clemson in the face and Clemson showed up like, yo, we're Clemson. We're going to win this game. And at times I thought that was going to happen, but it, it just didn't. I'm going to start with special teams. Um, I have This is my biggest gripe. Mike Reed is a special teams coach. He's also a phenomenal cornerback coach, man. I, I think he's underrated as a cornerback coach. But Mike Reed... Should, why as much as we pay coaches we, we have one of the highest paid staffs in college football why is Mike Reed doing double duty why can't you just hire a, a special teams coach to take somebody like Will Shipley off kick return to take Phil Moffa off kick return we don't have any other guys that are twitchy you know we we, we we don't do anything to flip field position you know what I mean Um, punts I don't know the last time we returned a punt at Clemson I don't know the last time we blocked a punt at Clemson. You know what I mean? We just been doing the same things over and over. We put our big linemen down there or as, as protectors. And we, you know, we 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 it it just we've been doing the same thing. And, and and I get it if it ain't broke, don't fix it, but upgrade your damn iPhone sometimes. You know what I mean? We had two kicks blocked, we had two freshman kickers. I don't know why the fuck we got a freshman kicker. I don't know why we couldn't go into the portal. You know, but whatever. That's a different conversation. 
um, defensively. When I look at Clemson defense, I saw one thing. I saw attention to detail. And I shot Wes Goodman some bell the first year, but I don't see the attention to detail on defense. And I mean attention to detail. It's not all schematically. It's just making tackles, bad angles. You know, when I look at Wes Goodman sometimes, when he when he coaches the game, I think he's a good counterpuncher, right? He can eventually counterpunch, but he's a defensive coordinator, second year being a defensive coordinator ever, um, that needs an offense to help him. Brent Venables, for all his flaws, <clears throat> came off the bus punching your motherfucking face off. He came, he wanted to knock you out. He wanted to rattle you. He wanted to press pressure. He wanted to put you in uncomfortable positions because it always, to me, it always felt like when it was on the line, his defense could always stand up and make a play. Um, in my in my experience being a Clemson fan, I don't see that attention to detail. I don't always see the run fits. I just don't, you know, if you go back and look at those Clemson teams, it's, it just was a certain caliber. You know what I mean? And I don't know if it's that Brent Venables is not putting enough pressure. If Brent Venables put so much pressure on his defensive staff, um, or he did certain things to manipulate to get sacks, but I, mean, I can't remember. Let's say it was 45 games the last time Clemson had a sack. We didn't have any sacks. And we're bringing back an experienced defensive line unit. And, and to me, that's just that's just very, very unacceptable from that aspect. Um, linebackers, I just felt like Barrett Carter and for guys and oh, Jeremiah, for guys that are getting all American consideration, I didn't see it. Um, Nate Wiggins, I heard uh, he, he got this the first series and then Duke started driving with throw him in. That's horse shit. Um, Nate Wiggins is a first round corner. Um, Sheridan Jones, I think the, the young boy should be playing Troy Pride. Um, safeties, I think Ray, uh, Roy Mickens or Ray Mickens and um uh Makuba, those those boys are playing his as uh Jalen Phillips, it, he just looks too stiff to play safety. It, it, but that's on a coaching thing because we have a a guy that was a high school coach coaching pro uh coaching uh us as well. We have a very, very inexperienced staff that are getting reps on the fly, and it's under Dabo's watch. Um offensively, I've never seen a team have more first downs than the other team, more rushing yards, more passing yards. Um, more uh first downs, one more turnover than the other team, right? The, the one more turn because had one more turnover than Duke and lost by three fucking touchdowns. I've never seen that in my life. Better third down efficiency than Duke, right? Um, I've never seen that shit in my life. Um. I've never seen a team so close to that that's been the rest of four times and still came up short. That is that's on Dabble because Dabble is the head of the fucking snake. And he allowed this to get to get to this point with his nepotism bullshit. I'm going to explain why it's nepotism bullshit. This is the thing. Duke is a good program. I mean, Mike Echo can fucking coach. When I, you know, I did my research this summer and I saw Mike Echo. Was uh was that a and We went to a that one night with the Kelly Bryant, uh, Trevor Lawrence musical chair, and that defense was humming. I said, oh, shit, this motherfucker coach. Um, one one eight games last year, or eight or nine games last year, and I and I know what I said. I thought Clemson learned from their mistakes, had a sense of urgency, we're going to take Duke to Powertown. 
And that didn't happen. Duke, Duke, Duke wanted that shit more. Um, I'm gonna name now, I'm gonna name a couple of things that I have problems with with Clemson right now. Clemson coaching wise, I don't think Garrett Riley is not is I don't think Garrett Riley is gonna be bad for Clemson, right? But Everybody on that offensive staff, when you fired goddamn Brandon Streeter, you should have fired Taylor Grisham. You should have let Thomas Austin know the deal. And you should have went into the fucking portal, but you didn't do that. Kyle Richardson, tight end coach. Get him the fuck. Air Raid guy, high school guy. Get him the fuck out of here. I don't I don't care how long he's been there in the building. Get him the fuck out of here. Um if you didn't feel like your ends were producing, if you didn't feel like your D line was producing, I, I fuck with Nikki. I think he's gonna. I think he's a hell of a recruiter. Get him the fuck out of here. And that's just where I'm at right now because Dabo made Clemson fans this way. I was happy winning eight games and hoping to beat South Carolina. I didn't know I could win two Natties, the ACC, almost ten years, um, ten times, and um, you know, be a perennial program. You made Clemson fans this way. You told us best is the standard. And now college football has caught up to Dabo Sweeney. I don't think Dabo Sweeney is a bad coach because to me, uh, uh, the thing with Dabo is you're supposed to hire coordinators. And when you say two great coordinators, what the fuck were the hell were they doing outside of Clemson? Shouts out to Tony Elliott. Tony Elliott ain't doing shit at Virginia. He's gonna be he might fuck around be back at Clemson. Just got didn't do shit at goddamn South Florence. Chad Morris, who gave the fucking blueprint to both of them, was a high school coach that Dabo found and he fired multiple times. The only guy that had a semblance of that of major impact was Brent Venables. Brent Venables. Brent Venables. All those other guys contribute. Jeff Scott was out there getting freaks at wide receivers. Tony Elliott was coaching the shit out of his fucking running backs. Um it, it, it just worked, but we kept doing the same thing over and over and over and over and over again. And instead of upgrading on those positions because you paid so much money for those guys to remain at Clemson, you just say, we're going to go in-house. And that affects your recruiting patterns because you want a certain guy in Clemson. It doesn't matter who the fuck you get in Clemson. I know for a fact Clemson is not that cats don't want to go to Clemson. It's not that cats don't want to go to Clemson. They don't want to fuck with the politics of Clemson because people talk. I will say this. If anything is going to hurt the recruiting in Clemson, it's going to be that D, the way the shit happened with DJ. And I've been a biggest DJ supporter. But when he lost to South Carolina, I couldn't support him no more. I just want to say this. What I need to see from Clemson is, because I'm not watching the more fucking games. I'm and, and you probably you gonna watch. I'm not watching them on fucking games. I don't care what happened because I want to see a more attention to detail. I want to see a team that's fucking fighting and competing. I'm tired of looking at sloppy Clemson football. If you're gonna get rid of DJ, then you go into the fucking portal. You're gonna use the portal and just and he used the portal one time last year for a backup quarterback. That's not gonna fucking play. Because we love Cave. It doesn't – and, and at some point, I heard people say Clemson on decline. Clemson is on decline because of Dabo. It is not because of Dabo the coach. It's because of Dabo the arrogant prick. It has – it to me, Dabo built this bitch up. It wasn't because of his court. It, it, it Venables had a, had a hand in it. It wasn't that he had great offensive miles of offense. We kept running the same shit over and over and over again. 
Did he have a run of, of good quarterbacks? He had two great quarterbacks. My fault. He had three great quarterbacks and one very, very good quarterback. He got Todd Boyd. He got Deshaun Watson. He had Kelly Bryant. He had Trevor Lawrence. I'm not letting nobody discount Kelly Bryant who got us to the fucking playoffs. We don't have none of those guys on the roster. We don't have no quarterback depth. Um, our running backs, they're, they're not bad. I don't think Will Shipley's bad, but Will Shipley's not ETN. You know, um, our receivers, they are just not that fucking good. They are not that good. And I'm sick and tired of people, particularly Dabo, Tiger Net, telling me how good these guys are. I don't believe it. I don't want to hear it. I don't give a fuck anymore until I see a little bit more fire. If I'm that, I need Dabo Sweeney to look in the fucking mirror today because Clemson fans don't, the bulk of the base don't want to hear that bullshit no more. I need Dabo to remember what the fuck got him eleven million a year. I need him to I need him to remember what got him eleven million a year and go back to that. If he if that's not him anymore because we grow and we change, then get the fuck on. Leave it to somebody else. Let Clemson take their money and find somebody else that's going to shake this bitch up. Because what I'm seeing now is I see a lot of former players coming out speaking about how Dabble is running shit now compared to how he was running shit when they were there. And that's cats that's transferred. That's cats that were made to the NFL. That's cats that just were just good-ass college football players. A lot of people said, huh, that's crazy. You ain't got nobody there, Dabble? Because people are saying, yo, whatever the fuck got us here, you're not doing it no more. Um, Clemson is a country club. Dabble has been using scholarships on walk-ons and uh, trust fund kids and little, little engines that could, and it's just running out. And Florida State is going to slut out Clemson. Um, and and I can see it. And, and if I'm being objective, I can see Clemson getting together because he didn't wake the fuck up. But I don't care. I don't care until Dabble goes into the portal, let certain people walk. Because because you've been giving college football wealth of talent, but you haven't been receiving any back. Because you're because you're proud of your arrogance, you want to recruit, you want to love up on them. No, until I see a different brand of Clemson football, I simply do not give a fuck, nor do I care. It it doesn't affect me what's going on. I want to see something different. Okay, I want to see something different. Um, man, appreciate y'all for fucking with with us, man. I'm out.